really good to be here. And there's nothing in the world like the Spirit of God, the feel of fellowship of His Spirit, to know that you've lived in such a way that you have communion with your brothers and sisters. And when you read the Word of God, you've got a communion there, too. That's a real good feeling. I like to do that. I mention it to them lots of times at home. I get off to myself lots of times, and I read the Bible maybe uh, when everything gets quiet and so forth. And you can feel a connection and a touch with God, and you get into that's another right. world. Seems like you just get up into a little, yeah, into right. another world, and you lay there with your eyes closed, and it just starts opening up all the way from Genesis to Revelation, and it's so pretty. And if you could talk yeah, then, like you feel in your heart. You could really tell somebody something. And uh, I enjoy the fellowship of God's people. And I thought as my, as my dad was walking around last night, you know, when they were singing that same song, I want to stroll over heaven. I expect to stroll over heaven with him some, someday. And a lot of those that have gone on before, and I thought especially of a lot, I hate to start mentioning names, but Brother Jonas used to do me so much good there in Norfolk. And, um, you know all those old ones that used to show the power of God. and Listen, they're dead so far as physically speaking, but I told them in Sunday school class, their lives are still an inspiration to me today. Their lives still help me today. The things that they stood for, the way they upheld, the things that they held on to, and the way they lifted up is a help to me today. And I can remember the words that my grandmother told me right before she died. I went and talked with her. She says, son, stay strong. Stay strong. And I found it's a good thing to do, to stay strong. The enemy is slick. He's clever. He's trying. He'll fool around with you and he'll say this and that. But if you stay strong, don't listen to him. Don't have anything to do to him. You can go right on through. And I thought as uh, they were talking about Strolling over him. I just love everybody here. I looked out and I looked back. I couldn't see anybody that I just didn't love real good. And I felt like every one of you loved me too. Now if you don't, I don't know nothing about it. And I don't want to know nothing about it. But I just feel like every one of you just loved me too. I really feel that way. You know that's a good feeling. That's only found in the sanctified church. That's only found with sanctified people. And I'm glad I'm one of them. I don't want to be anything greater. I don't want my name lifted up. I don't want any vain glory or anything like that. But I want to stroll over heaven with you some sweet day. I want to be one of the sanctified people. I like the new sign they got out front there. I just wish it was about three times that big. Yeah, that's right. But it's fine like it is. Maybe I could have made it three times that big if I took it on me. But Aunt Jenny came through there, I mentioned this too, and showed us a picture of that sign, Christ Sanctified Holy Church. Established in 1892, I believe it was. Just made me, give me a good feeling inside. It wasn't the name. It wasn't just the organization, but it's what it stood for. That's right. It's the gospel that they had. It stood for the word of God. It's the thing that brought salvation to my soul. It's the instrument that God used. It's the body of people that God used to bring salvation to me. To lift me out of the miry clay of sin and set me on the way of holiness. Delivered me from the power of Satan to that of God. It means something to me. It means something to me. I love God's people. Tell you what, you won't get a canned sermon this morning. Sister Margie told me about this when I was walking down here, but that's all right, too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he's There's a lot of people I want to walk 
stroll over heaven with, as Brother Burrow mentioned, that's not on the way. And if there's anything I had rather do, or anything I want to do, is to live, or to act, or to talk, or conduct my life, anything about me to lead someone to God. I'd rather do that than anything else. I'd rather do that than anything else. They tell me today that I read in a few places that they're sort of a... Now, you know, we're not playing church. I thought about that last night. Now, we're not up here trying to make a lot of loud noise. Or we're not up here trying to show off. But we mean business. And when we get to this stand, we should know what we're talking about. This is a sacred place. And I think we should feel the burden of the meeting more upon us. I think we should put ourselves more into it. And I thought the other day as I was walking around outside, what would the meeting be like if everybody put in it just like I put in it? What would the meeting be like if everybody worked in it just like I worked in it? What would the meeting be like if everybody attended just like I attended church? How would it be if everybody put their heart in? It made me want to put a little more in it. It made me want to come a little better. It made me want to get there on time a little more. It made me want to do a little more. And that's what, that's all our church is, is us. That's all it is. So what would this church be if everybody was just like me? Just what would it be? But I was thinking as a kind of a new, I hear, thing going amongst young people now of uh, returning back to uh, old-time religion. I hear that. I don't know whether it's true or not. But I'm all for it. I'm all for that. Now, I'm not talking about a kick or a thrill or some plaything or fooling around. But if you want old-time religion and you want peace in your heart, and if you're looking for satisfaction, and if you're looking for contentment, and if you're looking for an answer in life, we've been preaching for 75 years. That's exactly what we've been doing. I thought about what Brother Floyd said, all these things that the world is finally coming to the knowledge to refrain from this, that for your health, and refrain from that. It's not good for you. But we've been preaching those things for so long, you know. I had a new one I wanted to call him up and tell him about the other day. You know, I read in the paper where they said eye makeup was bad for your eyes. I'm not trying to talk about nobody. I don't mean it that way at all. Did you put all this stuff all over, you know, and give your eye trouble. You know, if our folks been knowing that a long time, hey. That's right. You know, there's That's nothing right. in the world like a good, clean, holy, That's sanctified right. life. Do you know that? That's right. Now I'm not trying to I'm not trying to talk meddle or fool around or anything. But I'm serious about what I'm saying. And if you want a revival of old time religion, I'm all for it. If you want a whole lot of singing and shouting and spirit, uh, meetings filled with the Spirit of God, that's what I want. I'd like to see every one of you get up and praise God. I'd like to see every one of you get on fire. I'd like to see every one of you get to the stand and preach holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. It's been that way. It's that way now. And it's going to be that way from now on out. The way to heaven don't change. And I tell you, our folks, we've got the gospel. We've got the gospel. We've got the thing that will save men's souls. We don't need to back up. We don't need to retreat. But we need to get out the sword when we need to get a little more aggressive. 
We need to take the word of God and start cutting the devil a little bit. Bless the Lord. What have we got to back up for? We've got the thing that the young people, the middle-aged people, and the old people are looking for. You talk about peace. You talk about happiness. You talk about a purpose in life. We found it. I found it when I was about 14 years old. And let me tell you something. Getting sanctified is not a plaything. It's not a plaything. When I come to the Lord, I was about 14 years old. It was the last night of camp meeting. I meant business. Just as much as I knew how. And I intended with all my heart that I was going to serve God the rest of my life. And I purposed in my heart that I was never going to sin against God again. And I went out and I got on my knees and I prayed till I got a witness to know my sins were gone. And I felt so good. I felt so good I couldn't stand still. I had to shout. Now, now you don't have to shout and you don't have to clap your hands, but it just comes natural with me. When the Spirit of God gets moving and the Lord blessed me so good, I couldn't help but shout. I couldn't help but sing. I couldn't help but feel good. God gave me a witness to know my sins were gone. And then there was a hungering and a thirsting in my heart for something else. And also there was a hungering for the scripture. There was two or three days in between and I went home. And I started to read and I just loved to read the, how the disciples talked to Christ. It, there was just something there that never was there before. And I got to praying one night. I asked the Lord to give me a witness that I know that I sanctified. And everybody else was praying around there but I was praying for myself. And they started singing a song. Got what the song was now. But I know how I felt inside. I felt so good, I just feel like I was going to just break open. I felt like singing. I felt like shouting. I felt like clapping my hands. I knew the Lord had sanctified me. I knew the Lord had came. And when you get it like that, you got something. And you won't be taking it off one day and putting it on the next. And you won't be taking up things that you think is going to hinder it. And you won't be going to places you think is going to damper it. But you'll treasure it. You'll look after it. You'll pray to God that you'll live worthy of His Spirit. And you can live in such a way that you can keep it. I tell you, this is not a plaything, but getting sanctified, holy, is something real. It's something real. I'm not talking about just a lot of noise. I'm not talking about emotions, but I'm talking about it day after day, week after week, year after year. When you wake up in the morning, it's there. When you go to bed, it's there. In the middle of the day, it's there. And it makes you happy. It makes your life complete. It gives you joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's what I'm talking about. Not a kick, not just a thrill, but a reality. Now, if that's what you want, if that's the kind of revival that's going through the land, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. We need more of it. In whom are all, or I'll just read a little bit right in him. I wish I could tell you all how I feel. I, I, I never can. I, I never can. In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say. Lest any man beguile you with enticing That's words. Yeah. There's so many enticing words. There's so many philosophies. There's so many ideas. There's so many denominations. There's so many theories. There's so many hope souls going through the land today. But we're not preaching organization. We're not preaching theory. We're not preaching anything but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I don't believe this way just because the church happens to believe this way. But I believe this way because God has revealed it to me that way. 
exactly right. This church led me to it. Bless the Lord. This church had it to lead it to you. This church led me to it. You got it. And I had a good old mother and father that led me and taught me. Let me tell you something. I've been to them many hours a night. What do I do about this? I was sincere about it. What do I do about this? My dad has sat down on the bed with me a many a night and said, son, let's read this together. Let's read that together. And I sit down there and I read it with him. Don't know what I've done without it. But I guess he would have, God would have provided some other way if I didn't have that, but I thank God for it. But let me tell you something. I'm just like these fathers that never had, never had anybody in the church. This church brought me the gospel. Regardless of who taught it to me, this church brought me the gospel. How can I help but love it? How can I help but want to stand behind it? How can I help but not want to live like sanctified people live? It's been life to me. It's my joy. It's my all. I don't want to mean it from my lips, but I want to live it from my heart. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. Although I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order in the steadfastness of your faith. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in it. I remember how I sought him. Willing to give it all up. Me too, brother. I want to shake your hand on that. I promised the Lord. Yes, I did too. All my time. Yes. All my I said those words. All my talent. All my strength. All my store. Everything about me, Lord. If you'll just sanctify me. Give me your spirit, Lord. I don't want to live unless you sanctify me. It's that way today. That burning desire to live for God. That burning desire to read His Word. That burning desire to go to church. That burning desire to be here when the power comes down. To be among sanctified people is still there today. I haven't lost my first love. I tell you. There's nothing in this world worth it to me. There's nothing in this world worth losing a little bit of the joy of God. Well, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Rooted and built up him and established in the faith. As ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. I'm thankful for it. Beware. Yes, beware. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now that's what this church, man, I keep saying a lot about this church. That's what we preach. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Jesus came. He bled and he died. He took the place of every ordinance. He fulfilled every shadow. He fulfilled every outward approach to God. He wrapped it up in himself and he died on the cross. And our only approach to God and our only way to get in touch with heaven is through Jesus Christ. You can believe in what you want to believe in. You can have faith in what you want to have faith in. But unless it's in Jesus Christ, you'll never make it. You'll never make it. After the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. 
There's no outward thing you can do to yourself to get salvation. Is that right? That's what we've been preaching for 75 years. There's no outward thing you can put on you to get salvation. I can't lay my hands on you and give it to you. I can't put a cloth on your head and give it to you. I can't put you in anything or sprinkle anything on you and give it to you. I can't make you obey this and obey that to get it to you. But you've got to get on your knees. You've got to pray to God. And you have to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost for yourself. Now, we're not talking about traditions of men and rudiments of the world, but we're talking about Jesus Christ. For in Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead body. And you are complete in Him. I like that. After I got sanctified, I felt complete. I felt complete. I had what I wanted. I felt like I never felt before. Felt like I never felt before. And you are complete in Him, which is ahead of all principality and power. In whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. This morning we're, this afternoon, still morning, isn't it? This morning we're Jews. You know that? This morning we're the people of God. This morning we're the Israel of God. And we're not the Israel of God through the any kind of fleshly birth. We're not the, the children of God through any ordinance. We're not the children of God because of our mother and our father. But if we be Christ, then are we Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Not seeds as of many, but of one. Buried with him in baptism. Buried with him in baptism. This is no plaything. When Jesus took his walk up Calvary, it was a serious matter. And when he went to the garden and he started praying, Oh, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass. But nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Are we going to get by with any cheaper price? Buried with him by baptism unto death. Lord, no matter what it takes, no matter what I have to do, no bad, no matter how bad it hurts, Lord, I'm willing to pay the price. I'm willing to go all the way. If it takes me from my country, if it takes me from my home, if it takes me from my kindred, Lord, I want to make heaven my home. Buried with him by baptism and the death. And what happened to him after he was buried by baptism and the death? He won the victory. He laid in the grave three days, but he rose again, didn't he? He rose again. And when we're buried with him by baptism and the death, and we give all over to God, and we sacrifice ourselves, and we put it on the altar, we can be raised from the dead. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Believest thou this? And if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. I'm glad he can be there. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. But if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Buried with him in baptism, wherein you also are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. That's right. 
That's going to be a raising. I believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, too, don't you? I believe when those the day of Pentecost was fully come and they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I believe I believe it was raised from the dead works of sin to a life of righteousness. And I think that thing has happened to us. And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your faith, hath he quickened, together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, That's took right. it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. No ordinance. No type. No shadow. No outward thing that you can think of will give you salvation. It's going to take faith in the blood of Jesus Christ to give his life on Calvary that you and I may have life and have it more abundantly. People are trusted in outward things. They're trusted in things they can see. They're trusted in traditions. But we're trusted in Jesus Christ who can raise you from the dead. He'll give you life. You know I got a feeling that live people act like it. I just like to see live people act like it. You can act on term religion. Like saying amen. That's right. I, I, I just don't see how folk can feel like I feel and stand still sometimes. Yeah. Maybe you can. That, that's your business, I, I suppose. I can't, I can't stand still. Well, I tell you what, Bless you know, Lord, that's right. when I first got sanctified, I couldn't stand to be out there in a good song going on. I guess your Man, every once in a while I had to go out and get water. You remember the old church? We had a barrel out there. And I'd get so thirsty and I'd have to go out and get water. But if a good song started going, I would almost run. Yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah, that's how it was. I would run and I'd try to get right out in the middle of it. I had to keep getting witnesses that everything was all right. Is that all right? That's right. How many times have you prayed that way? If it's all right, Lord, if I'm still your child, if I'm still doing what you want me to do, give me a blessing that I'll know. Is that all right to do that? Still do that. Still do that. And I just don't see how, well, everybody's different, I suppose, but the Spirit of God's not different. No, it ain't. It's not different when it comes on them. That's right. They do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know what? I think about sincerity a lot. Yeah. Y'all bear with me, please. Yeah, it's yours. All yours, There's a lot of things that come up in a person's life that's never been there before. And you come up with things that you never thought you'd have to come up to. Yeah. Things come upon you. You know, they got they even got new inventions that they didn't have when I was a little boy. A lot of things come up that you don't even know was coming. But you, if we live humbly yes, and amen. sincerely, amen. and we're willing to do what God amen. wants us to do from the bottom of our heart, and we're not willing to compromise our conscience. And if we're sincere enough to keep our conscience void of offense towards God and man, when something comes up, you think, well, what is the best thing for me to do? Maybe it's not a sin. Maybe I won't lose my soul. But really down in my heart, what would be the best example for me to do? That's right. 
What would really be the best thing for me to do? Yeah. What path should I really take? Now, where is your sincerity? That's what it comes down to. Where is your sincerity? Do I read just as much as I should? Where is my sincerity? Do I pray just as much as I should pray? Where is my sincerity? Do I go to a place and maybe it'd be a little better example that I didn't go there? Where is my sincerity? You can build on that and you can build on that. And the more that you give your life to God and the more sincere you are, the more humble you are, the better you'll feel. And the stronger you'll grow. And that's what grandmother was talking about when she said, stay strong, son. I didn't know what it was all about then, but she knew what she was talking about. Stay strong, son. That's what she told me. <clears throat> and having spoiled principalities and powers, you made a shoe of them openly, triumphing over them. Let no man therefore judge you in meat, or in drink, or in respect of a holy day, or of a new moon, or of Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Let no man beguile you of your, your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels. Now, there's a thing, a new thing. I don't know if it's new or not. I don't know when I started. Forget about it. People, you know, they want to tell it like it is. Let's have the truth. Uh, don't be hypocritical about it. No. Tell her like, you know, well, that's what we've been doing. That's yeah. right. That's what we've been doing. That's right. Yeah. We don't believe in a voluntary humility. No. We don't believe in a show of humility. No. We don't believe in made-up prayers and no. made-up sermons no. and made-up testimonies. No. And you got to do this at a certain time or you got to do that at a certain time. No. But we believe in the real thing. Yeah. Let the Spirit of God move. That's right. Isn't that what we've been preaching for 75 years? Well, it's right. It's always been right, and it's always going to be right. I'll tell you, folks, we're up to date whether you know it or not. Let no man beguile you of your reward in voluntary humility and worshiping angles, intruding in those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up in his fleshly mind. We had to do a little plastering in a church one time, and I got a hold of a book in there. I don't know too much about them. It has some prayers written out for fools. Prayer when you're feeling good, you know. Pray this. Prayer when you're feeling bad, pray this. And prayer when you want a little courage, pray this. If they say talk this way, don't they? Prayer for, you know, all that and the other. I thought, oh my goodness. That's right. Oh my goodness. Read over there in the Sermon on the Mount when he told them. It says, when you pray, it says, go on off into your coffin. Have you done that? Yeah, we've done that. Bless yeah. the Lord. Go on off into your closet and yeah. shut the door. Yeah. That's the kind of, now that's the real thing. That's telling it like it is. I've done it before. Close everything out. Get in touch with God and you can feel a flow. You can feel a flow between you and God. Now 
that's the real thing. That's not no made up something. That's not no made up. That's right. You know my language might not be good and all that, but I got it in my heart. That's right. That's right. That's right. Volunteer humility. I like to see the real thing. Yes, I do too, brother. I also like. My, my. I like to see moderation too. We can talk a lot about that, but I'm not going to talk about that. Some folks go off a deep end on one thing and they go ever all the way on the other, you know. Let your moderation be known in the one. Draw them in. If you're going to go around stealing, you can't get on to me for telling a story. Don't have no effect, does it? You can't strain in a gnat and swallow a camel and expect to do anything with me. But live the example. Live what you are. If you're for this gospel and if you're for the truth, prove it by the way you live. That's the law. Now that's how it is. Exactly how it is. Don't just talk about it. Don't just sing about it. Live it every day and it'll show up on you. That's what makes good meetings. When you live good all day long and you live in the hands of the Lord all day long, when you get to church, you'll feel something. You'll feel like talking, you'll feel like singing, and you'll feel the love of God. When it's your mind's all everywhere else and you've been listening to that and talking about this and everything else, and when you get to church, you know, honey, you're all cold and all that. No, you won't have no good meeting. No, that's right. But when you walk in that door and you got a feeling on the inside, you'll have a good meeting. Yes, you will. That's right. That's the real thing. It's not in the noise. It's not in the noise. But I'll tell you what, when it gets to moving, sometimes it causes you to make a lot of noise, don't it? I tell you what, I felt like shouting before. It started shouting, and the more I shout, the better I feel. Y'all ever done that? You know, that's got to be right. It wouldn't feel so good, would it? Vainly puffed up in his fleshly mind. Now listen, there's a lot of young people today against, you know, this new generation coming along. I find myself in an older generation. I always thought I was young. And they don't like hip- hypocrisy. They don't like hypocrites. Well, we don't either. No. That's right. That's right. We don't either. We don't either. We don't like for people to go to church on Sunday and then Monday act like, you know, just don't care what they do or where they say or where they go. We don't believe in that. We never have believed in that. We don't believe in putting on a front on Sunday and then on Monday when you go to job, just live like the rest of the world, look like the rest of the world, and act like the rest of the world. But if you're holy on Sunday, you're going to be holy on Monday too. That's right. That's the Lord. We've always been that way. Yeah. Always been that way. And not holding, this is what's the matter. And not holding the head. That's right. Hadn't got a hold of the head, has it? Right. Jesus, that's what it is. For which all the body, my joints and bands, having nourishment, ministereth, knit together, increaseth in the increase yes. of God. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ. Yes. And if we're going to heaven, that's the way we got to be. Right. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not, which are all the parents with the using, after the commandments of men and doctrines of men. 
which things have indeed a shoe of wisdom and will worship in humility and neglecting of the body, not in, in any honor of the satisfying of the flesh. Now let me read this first verse. If ye then be risen with Christ, yeah. seek those things which are above, yes. where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Y'all pray for me. Yes. 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 